Welcome to Hoof and Horn, a witch's podcast, where we talk about witchcraft, paganism, music, the occult, and whatever else we want. On this episode of the Hoof and Horn podcast, Braxis and I talk about the High Priestess and Empress tarot cards, and then review the Nightmare Before Christmas deck. And while it might sound like we didn't like it, trust me, The Nightmare Before Christmas is my favorite movie, and the cards are beautiful. But when it comes to the tarot, well, stay tuned and find out. Music in this episode by Metal Horse and Black Market Vinyl both available on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you buy your music. Remember to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and shoot us a message at hoof.horn.podcast with any requests for information, episode suggestions, or just to say hi. When does spring actually start? When does spring actually get sprung? (laughs) Well, the calendar first day of spring is usually the 21st-ish, right? But doesn't that have a... That's the spring equinox, around then. Right, around then. And that usually has to do, I mean, the precise date or time or whatever, it has to do with the zodiac degrees and all that stuff, right? Yes, it's when the sun reaches zero degrees. It's an equinox, yes. So it's zero degrees of Aries. That's the start of the zodiac as well. Um, So whatever day zero degrees of Aries is the start of spring hello everyone and welcome (laughs) because we just got right into it oh yeah didn't everybody take a seat hi get your favorite drink that's what they always say get your favorite beverage get your beverage i usually have three various different kinds i only have one cup of tea but make yourself comfortable i have three different snacks that's always important how you been you I'm okay. I uh, had band practice recently, and so it was great to jam it out and get out the frustrations and play some beats. Beats. Beats like this beat right here. (laughs) Imagine your own great beat right there. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, that, that felt really good. Good to see everybody in the band. Um made up a new song so Ooh. that was fun to you know just be creative and not have to follow a formula or whatever uh, even though that's you know fun as long as you're playing drums it's still fun but mm. creating is always a uh, delightful process <laughs> I recommend it to anybody who's not creating just I mean it might not be musical instruments that you're into but it could be a certain kind of musical instrument or art or painting or writing mm-hmm. I would just, I would uh, really encourage you to create stuff, right? Even if it's not for anything, because I know that I've created stuff, a painting or whatever it be, some ritual object or thing that we made, and then 
you know, two or three years down the road, it was needed or was used, or I sold it to make some money. You know, I found the person who was actually interested in the fucking rare, weird, creepy thing that I had made or whatever. So I finally found my soulmate in the connection of art and used money to buy it. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Um, I'm continuing to organize my office altar room. I, a couple weeks ago, got new shelves, because there was a mess in there, and it made me, like, not stoked when I was inside that room, and you need to be stoked in your office slash altar room. So I got new shelves, and we put them together, and then I realized I put one together backwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the particle board was showing on the other side of the shelf, right? Yeah, and I was like, look at me, I'm so, god Oops. damn it! And so I painted the edges of the shelves gold. So no uh, one will know. Well, you can still tell. But I was like, I'm going to channel Braxis here and be like, it's good to have something that's imperfect. Life is imperfect. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that because I almost cried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else am I doing? I always Teaching feel like, some... not to cut you off, I always feel yeah. like when uh, something imperfect presents itself, it gives you a chance to like be super creative. Like I've done a drawing or a painting before and walked away and accidentally tripped on something, flipped one tiny little black dot onto you know this snow scene or whatever, and then I had to create a raven out of that, which ended up being awesome. Right. So I did that once. Well, I didn't do it. I made a teddy bear, like a three-dimensional teddy bear cake for a baby shower, mm -hmm. and. It was on top of a cake, and there was a mama bear and a baby bear, and I did all, like, I used the grass. It's technically the grass tip for the fur on the bear. Like, the whole thing was done. And my son was two years old, and he was obsessed with this little plastic hammer, and he whacked the bear oh, man. in the arm. And I lost my shit because <laughs> I had finished up the frosting, and I mixed that brown myself. I'm never going to mix the same hue of brown. Right. It wasn't even a cake for me. Like, someone bought the cake from me. But then I had to figure out a way to cover it, so I made the mama bear have a blanket, like a baby burpee blanket over the shoulder, mm -hmm. and it actually looked better than before. Awesome. So then I felt like a bad mom for having screamed at my two-year-old for bashing <laughs> the cake with its hammer when he actually made it look better. He was just so trying to get you to... That was a lesson. That was creative. a lesson. Uh, what else have I been doing? I taught some classes on Hecate, Hecate at a at a shop local here in Indianapolis, the Divine Kiwi. Um, mm. And I have um, ordered some seeds for my Ooh. herb garden, and I found herbs herbs that I have been at one in particular that I've been looking for for like twenty years. And is. no one ever has it. False unicorn root. Oh, wow. Yes. So I can't find it to purchase it, as well as Datura and uh, Aconite and Belladonna. So I bought the er the seeds, and I'm going to try to grow them myself, which may or may not work out. <laughs> Don't eat them. But, mm. no, I won't eat them. I had a Belladonna plant last year, and somehow it died. I think Oops. I might have got overwatered. It didn't like me. Um, so I'm going to try again from seed. So that's going to be um, exciting, and I will maybe periodically update through the spring and summer 
on how my poison garden is going. Bum, bum, bum. Cool. Um, so for this episode, we are going to go through the next two tarot cards and then review us a little Nightmare Before Christmas deck. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Eureka! Blake, oh! Eureka! Yeah, come on, give us this a song. This year, yep. Christmas will be ours! There you go. <laughs> give me a song, though. Come on. <laughs> what song? I don't, know. No, I don't care. Um, Your favorite. My favorite song? Yeah. From Nightmare Before Christmas. No. There are few who deny that what I do, I am the best. For my talents are renowned far and wide. When it comes to surprises in the moonlit night, I excel without ever even trying. With the slightest little effort of my ghost-like charms, I have seen grown men give out a shriek. Dun, da, da. With the wave of my hand and a well-placed moon, I have swept the very bravest off her feet. And that's where I should stop, because mm -hmm. I will literally go to the end. <laughs> yeah, that's a good amount. How many times do you think you've seen that? 164 million. Wow. And one time was on Whew. E. And that was the best time oh, I, I ever had golly. in my life. Isn't Surrounded that really like... Surrounded by all my toys of Jack. Right. And that's they were all I coming really, to life. Oh, it was the best. That's where I felt like I really got it, mm -hmm. though. Like, of course, yes, Jack goes to Christmas Town. Or he steals the... He, he appropriates the holiday. He gets shot down. He right. realizes, wait a minute, I'm I better off than my thing. But it was... When Santa flew over Halloween Town and made it snow and said Merry Christmas, and they were all like, then the people in Halloween Town start to sing What's This? Mm -hmm. Like Jack tried to tell them about Christmas Town, but they didn't understand it because they didn't experience it for themselves. Boom! And once they did, and when you are not, when you were like in a different dimension in your brain because of altered substancey kinds of things, that's where I really was like, oh my God. I understand it now. <laughs> they had to experience Christmas Town. <laughs> Much like things in life, man. Until you've experienced yeah. it, you know, just don't know. So, that was like, I don't know, 20 something years ago, at Ooh. least. At least. It was a good night, though. That's it was a good, a good movie. night. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. uh, your favorite character? Duh. Jack. Jack, I was going to yeah. Jack. Yeah. I, I mean, I just like his uh, his journey. It's Does about self-discovery. What? Does Sally have a last name? No, just the ragdoll, Sally. Sally ragdoll. Hey, that's mm. pretty good. So, yeah, we're going to review that tarot deck. Yep. Tell you what we think of it. Yep. Yep. So, enjoy. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you on the other side.
So, the next two cards in the deck, or in the tarot, or in, yeah, that we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For our, your note-taking process. Here I am. I'm going to write down the Praxis. High Priestess, number two. Yes. I love the, there's tons of, obviously tons and tons and tons of different uh depictions of the high priestess um but the pamela coleman smith high priestess i something like just the colors of it you know you got your um your death card on that big plaque that we found at conspire contemporary craft here located in Greencastle, indiana boom uh, visit the online store and you will love it it, um, it is pretty good but i love the Rider Waite, Pamela Coleman Smith, High Priestess. I think it's the colors. It's this mysterious lady that, I don't know, she's my favorite High Priestess depiction. Uh, the keywords to the High Priestess card. Mm -hmm. It is intuition, mystery, secrets, dreams. Wisdom. She represents occult knowledge. Your inner power. Your inner wisdom. She represents spirituality as well as sensuality. Ooh. And that's something that I feel like I definitely get, the sensuality. And especially off of this, this particular woman who is quite robed. You know what I mean? This isn't sensuality because I can see a lot of her body. Cleavage. Right. You know what I mean? But there is a sensuality about her that just kind of pours off the page. Uh, the one in thought, or, uh, she's naked. She naked? She naked. I say to you, she, she naked. naked. Shocker. I mean, it's Crowley we're talking about. <laughs> um, this Some, one has a little kind of Asian feel to it, you know. Yeah. Well, she she holds the uh, the Torah, so she has the book mystery books, right? She's got that's that connection to spirituality in her lap. Um, she sits between the two. This is you know your classic Rider Waite Pamela Coleman Smith imagery. She sits between the two, the black pillar and the white pillar, and there is the, that pomegranate curtain behind her. And it's sort of like the, uh, she's like this guardian of the subconscious, that guardian of the mysteries. She has the triple moon crown on her head. Her, beneath her feet is that crescent moon, you know, very goddess of 10,000 names, you know, Mary, depictions of Mary standing on the crescent moon, going right. back to Isis standing on the crescent moon. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually with a starry shawl. With the, yeah, yeah, robed in stars. You know what I mean? Mary gets her, her her blue veil, I think, from the robed in stars kind of mm -hmm. goddess, mm -hmm. Isis, goddess of 10,000 names. Um, I thought that was a, a cross at first, but it looks like it's just a in, yeah, equal sign. armed. Yeah, yeah, an equal armed cross. Mm -hmm. So it, the... So in, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, um, 
it's like the center of all things. When I see that that eagle armed cross, it's like we ha- the crossroads, mm-hmm. right? Here's the lady at the crossroads, who is that guardian, who's that watcher, who is in the liminal place between places. Mm-hmm. She's not here, nor no, she's there. She's like right there in, in the doorway, the, in, in the liminal, yeah, in the doorway, and she's sitting in that doorway. But we can't see through that doorway because it is still a mystery. Right? Are we going to trust her? Are we going to trust our our subconscious, our intuition? We're you know representing that we have to pay attention to the signs, the symbols, our dreams, our senses, um, our instincts. What is our inner wisdom? What is our inner priestess or priest telling us? I also uh, those three, all of those are horned with the solar yes, disc. Yes, the, the solar disc, very Isis. Mm-hmm. Um, Hathor, right, wearing the, the discs as well. This is the moon, whereas they were wearing the sun. Um, if it were to pop up in a reversal, then, you know, maybe we're not listening. Maybe we are blocked. Maybe that's part of the problem. Um, do we not trust ourselves? We're not tr- listening to that inner voice. We're not listening to our, our intuition or our guidance. Uh, so what about in the weight one? picture there is a b and a j and um, you yeah it was like boaz and jo- Joach. i don't remember honestly i don't i don't remember okay. boaz and ya jo- uh i always thought that was uh beauty and justice mm-hmm. and uh, i th- want to say that the uh masonry rituals and rites had oh had two pillars with that on it and they were the of the architect who had built the temple of Solomon. Uh, yeah. Is that right? yeah 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 did you see that written down no i know yeah no. yeah it's the b and j uh jockin 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 and boaz of the mystic temple of solomon uh can you spell his last name boaz b-o-a-z okay jockin i got that oh that's like Solomonic things are not my uh, expertise. Mm-hmm. This here says B stands for Boaz, signifying negation, and J stands for Jockin, meaning beginning. Okay. Oh. Maybe I made that whole thing up about beauty and justice, but I don't know. Well, but again, that's where we when we talked about last time about your intuition. Yes. It kind yeah. of almost reminds me of like the Hakate's torches, mercy and severity. If you see beauty and justice, and that's what those letters don't knock it. Mm-hmm. Because for a reading for someone, that might make perfect sense. Are you snoring, Zoe? <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I got. I was just going to go over this real quick. Okay. Number two, the high priestess um, <clears throat> symbolizes intuition, mystery, secrets, dreams, wisdom, occult knowledge, inner power, inner wisdom, uh, with a sense of sensuality. She's usually holding the Torah or mystery books. Uh, two pillars in the background with a B and the J that are black and white, standing you know, at the doorway, being liminal, neither here nor there. Uh, crescent moon at her feet 
a center of all things, so the mm -hmm. crossroads, uh, a horn and sun headdress, and um, the architect guy, Jacqueline Boaz. Yeah. Her uh, planetary yes. is the moon. Okay. Yeah, which is depicted in the card, and it's also the moon is the water element. And if you look at her, at least in this depiction of her, it, her gown on the floor does start to look like water. Mm -hmm. And water is mysterious, right? And is the subconscious. What's underneath all that? That's uh, mm. dark and deep. I don't want to stick my toe in. <laughs> Me and my son were having a conversation about all the scary fish in the sea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him. <laughs> there are some weird looking ones yep. with like human teeth and right. shit. Right. So that is the High Priestess. Yeah, is there a zodiac sign that goes with uh, well, her? um, it, it's planetary as the, the moon, but I don't know if there's a zodiac sign that might go with her. Okay, I, I don't see one Maybe any of the water signs, okay. right, could go. Um, I noticed that there is a white camel in this Doth deck. Doth deck. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure what that symbolizes. But that's kind of the stuff that I like that, you know... Probably, I mean, uh, I don't know if that's it, but a camel carries a lot of water in its hump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you that, go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, that's cool. You go. I like that. Yeah. Maybe that's the connection to water in that Little that things card. like that I like. And yeah. he's so big with the Egyptian uh, mythology. You know, that just mm -hmm. makes sense that he would try to find something that has to do with that. Well, you have the water signs of what, uh, Cancer, Pisces, and... Um, Scorpio, right? Those are some of the water signs. Um, it's probably one I'm forgetting, but it's okay. I, I know that Cancer is ruled by the moon. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So yeah, whatever those zodiac signs of water, you could potentially equate to that card. You ready to move on to the? Okay. Did we do the reversal of that card? Um, yeah, I talked about okay. like blocked intuition, oh, right, right, right. lack of believing yourself, and listening to the signs that are being presented to you. Got it. All right. Jeez. On to the number three. Tree. 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 Tree fifty. Tree fifty. Tree fifty. Uh, the Empress. She symbolizes abundance. You know, typically here in the in the Rider Waite, she's sitting in like a field. She is in a gown with looks like roses all over her. She's wearing a starry crown. She holds uh, a scepter in her hands. We see lots of things growing around her. She's seated on a pillowed couch. There's also a little bit of water running, like a waterfall in the background. So she does symbolize abundance, fertility, Femininity, love, pregnancy, motherhood, creativity, beauty, and art. Uh, I see that in two of the four that I'm looking at, actually no, three of the four that I'm looking at, there is some sort of symbol of... Um, Venus? No, it looks like a phoenix. Hmm. Phoenix on the shield. Mm -hmm. Phoenix on her feet. 
Yeah. And look what they did there. They put her feet in there, so it's like the reverse image is the bird. I don't know if you can see that or not. But... No. Okay, that's all right. And then this one on the shield. Oh, yes, I do see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, a lot of phoenix symbolism. Why is that, I wonder? Is there a reason What does a phoenix that? mean to you? So Rebirth. There. Okay, so fertility. Maybe it's a symbol of fertility. Okay. Rebirth and fertility. She's a, a Venus as um, planets that is associated with it, um, but as an earthy card, all that fertility and growth that comes from the earth, so it has an earth quality as well. If it were to come up in a reversal, some might see it as, you know, it's, it's opposite meanings being lacking of growth or not being productive or infertility or there being creative blocks or something like that. Uh, what's in her hand? It's like a scepter, you know, like how the emperor holds the, those tools, uh, those symbols of the position that they are, that he is in. Mm -hmm. It's another like queenly symbol and that's... of her status. What symbol is that in the heart? That's a that's I know a, it's Venus. a female, but Venus. Venus. And is that because of what? It's the womanly, you okay. know, like so. It's abundance. It's fertility. Right. It's like symbol of woman. There isn't Venus like associated with Mother Mary as well? I'm sure it is. She's a mother. Yeah, pretty sure. Like motherhood is part of it. Like mm -hmm. birth is part of that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... That's the Empress. Time for a song break. Boom.
All right, so we got another deck here, and uh, I think you might already know by Tamara's song announcement there. Maybe. What's this? It is. You the want to say before Christmas deck and guidebook. Box is lovely. Purple, beautiful picture of Sally and Jack on the moon and the squiggly mountain. The night mirror. It come. This deck does come with a guidebook. Before so. Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. And one a nice too. color. Wow. Yeah, it's a really nice book. They get special. Props it's quite for large. That it's not one of those little tiny. No. Things. And it's thick. Yep, full color. And look at the look at the picture of Jack and Sally on the oh, back. Oh, that's delightful. That's nice. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> and it comes with a 126-page book. That is a lot. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh, and this has a nice little box that came in. It's mm -hmm. two pieces that just slide on top of each other. Uh, it looks really good. Yeah. You approve. What do you think of the... Let's look at the backs of the cards. Oh, Mr. first, right. Let me look at this. See, boring as fuck. I know. That is boring. That's just like... It's just some kind of... Reminds me of like, like the wallpaper. inside of a jacket. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they didn't... I mean, it's there's absolutely no symbolism or anything. It's just yeah. some sort of pattern. That's it. I don't know. Maybe I'm asking for too much, but... No, I hear you. That's why we got to make one. So, right. So somebody, so so all you guys can take our tarot deck when we make it and do this and critique the shit out of our right. stuff and tell us how much sucks. we suck. Right. All right. So let's go with the first one here. I'm gonna let you do it. It's Jack. Of course, it's Jack. As the fool. He's the fool, walking with this ghost dog named Zero, through the forest right before you. I think he's gonna find them trees. The portals to the different holiday worlds. Now, I could have used more fool symbolism in this. Yes, agreed. Uh, his dog's there, but his dog's not even, like, trying to bite at him, you know? Isn't that the thing that the yeah. fool is so distracted he doesn't even know that the... Well, yeah, the dog in the fool card symbolizes the guidance from the divine. Ooh. So that you're never, like, walking alone kind of thing. That's, that's the symbolism oh, it's like of the, that white dog. Like that white dog that I dreamed about that had horns on its head last night. Mm. <gasps> Now you know. Maybe little pieces are coming to me now. Maybe. Mm, mm, mm. Is it like the footsteps in the sand? <laughs> <laughs> the magician are the two little witches. It's alright. Not you a lot know, of symbolism in this one, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like the magician could have, should have been the professor guy. I mean, he's the one putting chemicals together, oh, and yes, you know, yes, just yes. I I agree. I would have liked to see the. Or do um, you have somebody else that's? I think Sally could have even been the magician. Oh sure, making she, all those potions and shit. Yeah, she's making her deadly nightshade potions, with frog's breath, and Sally could have been the magician. Just the witch. There's two. I got two of these in this deck. I don't even know why. Two two of the magician cards. One's lucky and one isn't. Okay. You don't know which one it is. Nope. The high priestess is Sally. Yeah. So it's just basically a picture of Sally. There's no symbolism of... Not at all. There's no holding a scroll. because She's kind of holding the Torah. She's not sitting between the, um, the two dark and light pillars as that kind of portal character. It's just basically Sally. What is your deal? <laughs> you right, Zoe? Zoe? Did she just burp? 
<laughs> no, I think she snorted a little bit. Oh. She's bored. Uh, then we have the Empress, which I don't even know who the fuck that is. Just an, a, not a named character. It's just kind of like, that's the mom of the little, f the fat kid with the eyes sewed shut. She's kind of mm. walks him around on that leash. Okay, wow, I really so think you could have used like a, a, zombie mom. a character that was more better known. Yeah, well, then again, it also becomes hard. It's just like in everything, like the Smurfs and freaking Star Wars, you got one female character that's in it, right? right? You have the mayor and the kids mm. and Oogie Boogie and Jack and the professor. Right. But then you just got Sally. and uh, She can't be in every card. Right. Or I guess she could have, but... She could in different. I'm just. I don't even recognize this character at all. And then at unfortunately, all. it's not. There's no s real symbolism. Nope. I think that her child could have been with her. She's got the leash in her hand, but the child in the card would give you that fertility um, symbolism of the empress. Like typically, she might be rec like reclining on that little lounge. It's usually. Very uh, Aphrodite, Venusy. Um, there's usually a garden kind of growing around her. Sometimes she kind of looks a bit pregnant. Oh. Um, so she's a symbol of that fertility. And I think if her child was in that, you'd get that motherly mm -hmm. thing of it. So you really have to know Nightmare Before Christmas to know who she is. You know who they should have used? Him. <coughs> the professor's wife that he makes. That would have been good. Right? Yeah, that would have been good. So what the fuck? Why did it take... That's the shit that I hate, man. It takes us like five, sec, five minutes to look at a card and, and think, oh, you know what? And the people who fucking made this Well, let me tell you something. When I first heard about this deck, I kind of got annoyed because I was starting to make my own version years ago oh, okay. of who would I put from these characters into a tarot deck. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that someplace I still have it. Oh. Um, but, you know, everybody has those kinds of ideas, so. True that. I did get this as a gift, and I'm very happy for the gift. Yeah, it's a nice, it's, it's a beautiful. Nice it's all the really colorful. The cards are really, like, they're really, um, this really nice mat. They're they're sturdy. I like the, mm -hmm. how they're made. And I, I love this one. <clears throat> the the emperor, emperor is Mr. Santa Claus. Santa Mr. Claus. You don't have claws at all. Yeah. Uh, but again, not really any symbolism, just no. him. Him in the chair. Maybe. So you kind of have to know the card to be able to mm -hmm. uh, read it. I mean, isn't there like a, a zodiac sign and a planetary sign mm -hmm. and a zodiac sign that, I might have said that twice, that goes with each, and an element, Usually, elemental sign? Yes. I mean, there's nothing, nothing of that in the. It's cool to look at. It's good art, yeah. but... And I think that, for the most part, this deck is... They're kind of like playing cards of the characters. Because the... the you ha the, With some decks, I feel like you could get the deck. And if you don't know a lot about the tarot, you could deduce from the cards and learn the symbolism of the cards. But for this deck, you have to know the tarot to read this with these you know so this might not be a deck that i actually did readings for people mm -hmm. with and more have it because oh hello i'm before christmas yeah i mean it's definitely a, yeah. a fan item to have right 
The Hirio font is the mayor. Uh, no Which, symbolism, really. No, it's just a picture of the mayor with his with his bullhorn. Um, I really can't. Boring. And really, is the mayor the? I was thinking the with authority? that loudspeaker. I mean, is, I guess he is, but his character really isn't. I mean, Jack, I'm only an elected right, official. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hiria font, I think, should have been Jack Skellington. Yeah. He's the king, right? Yep. Yep. He's just an elected official here. He can't make decisions by himself. And for the lovers... The, the, the lovers, me. the dreamers, and... You or me? Which hey, one is it? Me? Hey. All of us under its spell. Wait, I used to sing that song on the swing set. What the fuck is that song? It's from the Muppets. Oh, right. Kermit sing it. Over the rainbow, is that right? Is that what it's called? Something like Over that. Over the rainbow. Shit. Lovers. <laughs> Dreamers. Okay, we're going to go on a weird tangent. So put that on the back burner. We'll figure it out. Uh, this is just typical hand holding hands, but you have that really cool mountain in the background with the big old moon, so it's a very pretty card. Lovers. 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 God, that is so hilarious. The huh. SNL with Will Ferrell and that one lady who I don't know her name, and they're always in the hot tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all, they always could call each other lava. <laughs> I think great. it's Rachel Drouch. That's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other next one is The Chariot, which is, I like it. It's the uh, Jack as Santa. He's on his sled. He's got the reindeer out in front of him. Um, zero's there. Right. But technically, he should not have any reins. That's part of, like, the chariot card, is that... I mean, I guess, is he sort of losing one here? He might be losing know. part of the reins, because the chariot... It is about movement and motion and direction, but it's the charioteer doesn't have physical reins, because the charioteer controls whatever those animals are, whether it's those sphinxes or if it's lions or whatever. Um... If it's Blanche with the hot dudes, you didn't see any reins around their necks. She's controlling them, or he, or they are controlling the the things that draw the chariot by sheer will. Oh. Yeah. Does the chariot have to do with like the self and you inside mm -hmm. of your? Yeah, your direction. Um, it's kind of about direction and movement through. Really, the whole tarot is the fool's journey through the tarot, mm. right? So the fool now is meeting the charioteer and figuring out his direction. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. This one I don't really don't get. I mean, I think it's... They're putting that character in there because he's a big character, but... Strength. Strength is the axe-in-the-head guy. Yeah. There's no lion. There's no... Dude, I know. So what's the next best thing right there? Come on. Strength. And you were going to say lion. There's no lion. So what's the next? What? A werewolf guy. Oh, yeah. He could have been wrestling the werewolf yeah. guy. Come I like on. that idea. 
Yeah. But that's not what happened. <laughs> so. I also kind of wonder. I don't know. I'm gonna flip through here. I'm, I know we're talking. We're talking some smack about this deck, but no, it's the author. If Minerva Seigel, Seagull, you're an author. She's the author for Tarot for Self Care. Um. I mean, if you, I don't know. Like the, I don't. That's the author, but the illustrator. Abigail Larson, did, did like did you work? Did these guys work together? And I don't. How was that the hermit? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the hermit is the snake fingers guy Hiding under, under the, the stairs. stairs. I guess maybe because they're under the stairs. I just miss some of the the symbolism. And again, this is not a deck that I feel like you could really read the images from mm -hmm. you know you have to know the cards and know what that the hermit is you know removing yourself from your life society your, your inner light that's shining like that light of the hermit like that inner light and wisdom you don't get that from that card no. so this is not your starter deck in any way shape or form Wheel of Fortune's funny, I feel like. It's one of those skeleton guys from uh, Oogie Boogie's um, dungeon. Oh, right. You know, that kind of spins around where Jack has to kind of run the gauntlet through it. So, it is a wheel. <laughs> yeah, they got that right. Yeah. It's a... Uh, That's it. I mean, I think it's instead bat. of bats and spirals on here... We could have worked in some tarot symbolism, right? Mm -hmm. The uh, the four cardinal directions put something in there. It could have been still Nightmare Before Christmas Land, but mm -hmm. dress it up elements. with some more. Yeah, dress it up with some more symbolism. Mm -hmm. Justice. It's Jack at the podium from when he comes back from Christmas Town and is telling all the people in Halloween Town what he has just found. It's a beautiful card. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how that's justice. Mm -mm. The hanged man is hilarious, though, because, yeah, see, like, this works. It's pulling from the story, and it's also got the symbolism of, of ha the hanged man. While he might not be upside down, doesn't matter. It's Santa, Sandy Claus, hanging in uh, Oogie Boogie's dungeon. I like the spirits around it. Yeah. Death. Death. And there's no one that they could have chose for this. This yeah. card is just a graveyard. Yeah. There is... No one in it. I think there could have been more of the pumpkins and ghosts that come up out of the pumpkins and the flying ghosts carrying presents. Like maybe there could have been a more death. They could have had the the tree with the guys. Oh know, yes, the little skeleton yes. guys hanging from yes. that. Yes. The let sing. Yep. Um, I would have liked to have seen that. Yep. Have it be a scene, the scene with some tombstones. 
but put the hanging tree in there. Yeah, man. I mean, there's there's there's, there's multiple dead people right. <laughs> hanging from it. The card's called death. Yeah, I do think that the 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 wrought iron gateway. I mean, it's very pretty. Yeah. But I want I want I don't know for the death card. I want to see. Some de- I mean, you could have even More. used Jack just because he's got the skull he's face. A, I mean, yeah, I would definitely dead. do it. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He is dead. He is? He's dead in that? He is dead. He died? He died. I, I say, say to you, you. he did. <laughs> uh, temperance, temperance is kind of a weird one because I feel like you're going to put Sally on it, but you're going to cut her head off at the top. Mm, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. move the card down. What do we got? We got like three quarters of a fucking cauldron, cauldron there. We could have just moved it down and actually had Sally's face yeah, in it. It's kind of a zoomed in picture of Sally in her cauldron concocting something, but I would have liked to see her pretty face. Yeah. That's very strange. Anywho's. Yeah, I think I already had this conversation with you about the devil. The devil. So, isn't there a devil in the actual, right? There's so a little devil character. Why did they use Oogity Boogity for the devil? It does, just does not make sense to me at all. Maybe they didn't know where else to put Oogie Boogie? No, because I think oh, no. would mean you found a spot that he could have went to. Well, maybe we'll find it later. But, yeah. but I, I just, there is an actual devil. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. The tower is Jack's place where he says Eureka yeah. out of the yeah. top. I think that they could have also used Sally jumping out when J- Sally jumps out mm-hmm. to kind of bring yep. Jack the the basket of goodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally falling out her tower. I mean, it's not like the lightning bolts destruction moment at all, but well, neither I don't is think this. That is either. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, there's just, yeah, that's a tower, okay, mm-hmm. but you're just telling me what... Right, the tower card that talks about what's been built being destroyed right. by the lightning, like from, you know, the finger of God kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about that, about the Shady Pines one of the... Yeah, so it's always the Shady like the Pines, king and the Pope are always... Yeah. There is lightning, Shady Pines, some shit's on fire, you know, but yeah, there's Yeah, they could have put the mayor... And maybe Sally coming out of the window? Yeah. Something. I don't know, man. Yeah. Just, it's just the tower. That's it. Uh, the star is the zero. Mm-hmm. It's a good picture of zero. I'm not sure what... I mean, that's it. I yeah, mean, there's... you have to know the symbolism of the star to be yeah. able to read it. Yeah. So, star is the dog. I feel like I just would have liked the deck more... I mean, the art is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. The art is beautiful. No, it is. But if the art, if they had done like the Golden Girls Tarot and you take like the classical uh, Pamela Smith, you know. um, Pamela Smith. Pamela Coleman. I'm sorry. Pamela Coleman was the artist that did all the original Rider Waite deck. Mm. Pamela Coleman, I think is her name, is the woman who drew all of that. And so if we took her... Um, set up and just traded the characters, right? And they're doing the things from like how they had the Golden Girls. For the right, these guys part. aren't even in the poses. They're not doing or anything the poses at all, or, or anything like that. That would have been, I think, funny. And then you could 
and there would have actually been have some a lot more there. meaning to it. I yeah. mean, this is nice. This is good to look at. I feel like, and that's kind of. I mean, it's cool to have as a fan or whatever. Yeah. That's definitely something you want to get, but not for tarot reading. I feel like I feel like they thought, oh, tarot, oh, that's yeah, that's dark. We can do that with this. So if I can get this license from Disney, thing. I'd yes. like to redo it. <laughs>